what up? And welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 264. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, shirts, minimum wage, menthols, smoking pot, Shad and JMac, GMOs, Returnal, podcast, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. It's another Monday, another beautiful Monday. Yeah, just, you know, we're here to bring that positivity and sunshine a fucking lot. I'll be as positive as I can, and man, it's, it's been kind of a tough week. Uh, first thing I'll get to to be positive about is our Patreon. I'm positive you should join it. <laughs> uh, if you give a dollar more a month, you could get early access to the episodes. Um, something else I think I should really uh, pitch as a benefit is on those early episodes, there's like a comment section and you can write comments. So like people do that listen early and I respond to them, you know, oh. so if that's something that interests you, think R- about it. Get a response from the man himself. Yeah, the mo. Um, and then we have some special patrons that we call co-producers or better fans. And, uh, that would be my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com and Jackie Daytona. I believe they are all still with us this month. I didn't really check, but we're going to just assume they're still rolling with us. Hell yeah. Rolling with the homies. And, uh, we also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo. Go there and get your get your shirt, get your cup, get your hat. I still got it. Still got my shirt on. Got it on right now. Yeah, it's still holding up. Yeah, yeah, it's comfy so as I'll, hell too. Yeah, and it's it's fading a little bit, you know. Because some people told me that theirs faded really fast. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, mine hadn't, but I don't wear mine a whole lot. And my wife gets sensitive skin detergent, and we wash everything in, like the most sensitive settings for whatever reason. So, um, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But well, I just started fading. I've had her a while. Right, I'm wearing it regularly. It's one of my favorite shirts. So it's yeah. in rotation every week. I don't know if I brought it up. Um, yeah, I'm wearing one. Day. So this shirt I have on right now, right? It's just a plain black T-shirt I got from Walmart. I bought four of these because that's all they had in my size. And I just wear these every day to work now, except on Friday because I only have four. And it's so freeing. I don't even think about it. I just go to my, my four T-shirts are hung up and I grab it. And I put You're it on. so Hank Hill, man. Uh, it's great. <laughs> it's more Doug Funny, but yeah, either any of those. Um, well, and then Koopy try to be like... Yeah, they say that's like a sign of like genius people do that. They just buy the same clothes. So are you just trying to... She didn't say like, because you're a genius. She goes, are you just trying to copy that? And I was like, uh, no, I just, I don't want to think about it. And these black shirts fit well. I bought one first and was like, hey, this fits pretty good. And then I went and bought the rest they had. Well, um, it's like, you already know it's comfy. You know exactly how it fits. And who cares if you screw it up? It's right. And typically, t-shirt. I wear a hoodie every day to work, even in the fucking summer. And people look at me like I'm crazy. <clears throat> but in the summer, it's actually the coldest at my work because that's when the air conditioner is like fucking spin out that cold air. You know, it don't really spit out the cold air. In the, oh, this is high gear. Right. <laughs> and it just fucking getting it. Um, And that's when you're like, we're like shivering about to fucking pass out if we were sitting in there too long without you know anything to do. Uh, but they're apparently doing this whole summer school thing. And it's my summer is going to suck. But. You're doing summer school? Like full day shit. So oh, dang. I know. So we're gonna see how that goes. Um, not looking forward to it. Like I said, I we're gonna have any bad kids, you mean kids behind? 
I think there has to be some money angle, but I don't know. Right? You know, everyone's like, well, hey, how much money can we get for kids being here? And because parents will drop them off because that's free daycare. And the school gets paid by the, it's fucking get paid by the state for okay. having however many. So I ain't trying to come wrong with this, but the, do the teachers get paid for the summer? Yeah. A lot. So are they, I think the state, I don't know who does. So are they going to get paid more? Or they're just going to want to make them work for their summer pay. I don't, uh, teachers don't, don't get paid for the summer currently. Uh, you know, they're on 10 month contracts, but they can choose to have it paid out over 12 months. Okay. And, um, but they're, pretty the the hourly is pretty like i would do it easily in a heartbeat if they were like hey will you teach a class and i hate kids i'd be like oh yeah i would thank you please okay so i was thinking about going around and putting in my substitute and maybe do some substituting during the day and maybe get my feet back in maybe try to see where i need to go right. to take them tests and maybe study a little bit this time i mean you have nothing to lose i say I mean, I think they're that, passing that on emergency certification just a couple of years ago. So, I mean, that's what I heard. But I never I don't know how to find this stuff. Right. Well, I don't think it was like I need some bigger to, schools. I, I think need it was someone to show schools. me the way. Right. I mean, I've done the whole degree. I've got the degree. I just don't have the certification. Um, I'm one point shy. <laughs> yeah. Someday. Someday. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What else we got? There's so much that's happened this week. The first thing I want to talk about, because we were going to talk about last week, and then I just didn't. We talked about it before we went on the podcast. I don't think we talked about the actual episode, but I really like this podcast called Freakonomics Radio, and there is this episode about minimum wage, and then this week, they followed it up with robots in the workforce, and like it, they're both just so good. Like, if you're curious or you want to get any info on this shit, it's so good. Like, they just kept with all this information of, like, Friends, like people say a $15 minimum wage is like all good and stuff. And it's like, sure, if you're an economic or an economist in Seattle, of course, because that's already happened, you know, and then like the the rate, the living wage of Seattle is so much different. He's like, but then you look at like, he didn't say Oklahoma, but like where we're at, a small business in the middle of fucking nowhere, Oklahoma could not have any employees. They just couldn't like, unless they're already really successful, you know, like it would make it really hard to enforce that. So maybe don't tie it the same across the nation you know that was like one of these guys ideas and this guy they were talking to uh he's met with like the leaders of the european nations and to help to do their shit or whatever right and he's like also people always use shit like uh well you know fast food jobs are just for high school kids or whatever and it's like okay well if that's the case then you notch out a rule that okay high school kids can get paid seven dollars an hour but guess what once you're in a fucking adult you can't do that he's like you know you do rules where you're like you make people live up to what they're claiming you know uh, like and i was like it, it was just really good and he also said like raising the minimum wage 15 dollars an hour is not going to get a whole bunch of people out of poverty like people think it is going to help people that are working yes but a lot of people just don't work like we have family members they just don't work yeah right you know and if they wouldn't raise minimum wage fucking 30 dollars an hour tomorrow they're not going to go put in a fucking application anywhere like that. That just doesn't affect them being poor. You know, they're poor for a different reason no, than what they the minimum know how to wage fill out their paperwork and they're still going to do that. Right. Exactly. So it was just really fascinating. I thought it had a lot of information that someone like me, like I want to be informed, you know, and it just they put out a lot of facts and like a lot of studies. And they looked at a stuff of like bordering counties, like where one county will pass a law, like something has to happen. And another county won't. And they'll just compare like, all right, what happens? And like, so they find like a lot of times. Uh, you know, this is something kind of, I guess, against the $15 minimum wage raise. Uh, someone like Amazon right now is pushing it, right? Because they can eat it. 
Yeah. Amazon could like they could eat a thirty dollar minimum wage because they just make have so much money. They could just be like they're all right. Fucking worldwide. Dude. They'll just be like, we'll out survive everyone until we're the last company, and then I mean, who cares? You know, so big company like McDonald's, they typically are not going to raise their prices. You know, if like some city makes it the minimum wage has to go up to fifteen dollars an hour, and then McDonald's pays everyone that now in that city, their prices do not go up. McDonald's is already making, you know, ninety percent profit, so they're okay, they're gonna make eighty percent. Right. Okay. So, They're still flipping a hundred burgers an hour, so you still don't gotta raise the cost that much. Right. But what who is it who the people it's gonna hurt is the locally owned, not mega conglomerate who can't afford to eat that. You know, so like there are things to think about. Um, but you know, a lot of people on the other side that are like, you know, against it, they well, they would say, Well, if you go to fifty dollars an hour, that's there's less jobs. But something that America continues to do that they're going to like, they always have crappy jobs. The one thing that's good about America's economy or quote unquote good is there's always a shit job you can get to like barely survive. Like we have a lot of those. Got one. Right. But Got we one. don't necessarily have the ones above where other countries may not have the shit. And that is worse to not have those, but it's still not great to just, you know, just to have an abundance of shit jobs. So like right now in our town, there's a lot of argument and all over the world or America, I'm sure of, and this is one of actually my favorite argument online. And me and Kubi argued and Kubi was on the conservative side. Cause she doesn't know about the argument online yet. And I broke the news. like, you're a conservative on this. But anyway, uh, she's never a conservative. Just so people know, uh, the argument is there's no workers to work at these fast food. You know, everyone's so lazy. They won't go work. And then the other side is motherfuckers don't pay enough. So why would I go work there? You know, more or less, that's the two sides right now. Arguing online. And I think it's fascinating because it, it's just economics 101. Like it is a supply and demand of working. Like, how are you going to? I saw where some McDonald's are paying people to come in and do an interview. But then afterwards, like they sign some shit that says like they will be guaranteed the job. And if they turn it down, they're going to report them to unemployment and shit. Like, it was, but they were enticing people in with what you get $50 to do the interview. But then after the it's brilliant. Anyway, I just think this is all very fascinating. Fast food workers, like they work 90 miles an hour. It is unfortunate that it is stressful jobs that they have to get paid like seven. I ain't even asking for 15. If they're really trying to help the poor, why can't they go like 1150? Meet in the middle. Yeah. Well, why do they have to double? That's not really what I'm asking for. It's just, it's like you got grown people that somehow, you know, we live in small towns. Sometimes you can't get your foot in the door unless you know somebody. Yeah, 100%. Or unless that person likes you. And if someone, I mean, I'm a pretty vocal person. I mean, people know I work hard. No one will ever say I don't that I know of. And they'll say I work hard, but I do talk a lot of shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that just comes with me. So, I mean, so, I mean, I can't get my foot in the door in some places because I'm not proper. Right. You know, but I mean, my work ethic's second to none. I mean. I think of uh, we have a cousin who lives in my hometown still. And when he was trying to get a job, uh, my parents would tell me it was really hard because there's just not a lot of places hiring. I mean, like there's not any place to fucking work there. Like it's a really small town. And then it's like, all right, what's your resume look like? Oh, you've never had a job. Like how hard? Like it's so hard to start right in a small town because like there's just nowhere to work and it's like fuck yeah that sucks like it sucks and it's like you for a situation like that you would have to drive minimum 30 miles away right so you have to have a car or a carpool scenario like it's just like fuck yeah if you're starting out with nothing you ain't got a car unless you got rich parents yeah so it is it's rough out there it's like uh, off uh, ethics alone i I, I resigned at my last job gave my two weeks but i went to a way less and paid 
less paying job just because my integrity. Right. I mean, Fucking integrity. Well, I can't work with a stinky guy either. Right. I can't work with stinky people in a restaurant. Can't not do it. If you're so ripe, I could pick you. Yeah. You can't work in a restaurant. Couldn't eat. Couldn't eat. No. Couldn't eat. Any of yeah. Weird. Um. All right. Another thing happening this week. I don't know if we talked about it last week or not. The banning of menthols. Has that been brought up on here? Anymore? You did bring that up. I think. Okay. I might have already brought up then. It was still left over on the list. And I was like, I made, did I leave it there because I didn't? Or was it just the last thing and I forgot to cross it out? Or maybe you mentioned it. <laughs> Either way, they're trying to fucking ban menthols. And they're unironically putting out claims like, we think this is beneficial because the black community smokes them more. So this will help them. And it's like, how can you not see? And sure, I understand the argument. You're like, we're helping the black people get healthier. First off, I don't like the reverse racism of like, I think that's weird. And I get it. We're in a world where everyone thinks reverse racism's the answer. I just don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my head around it. And another part's like, for fucking the last hundred years, they've been using, and I think I did say this last week, I feel like I said some similar, they've been using the whole, like, the weed shit to get black people, right? Because, like, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Black people, percentage-wise, for the beginning of the 1900s, way more likely smoked weed than white people. Now, it, white people totally caught up, I think, by the end of the 1900s. Uh, but that was used, and all those laws were passed because there was, like, an easy way to fucking jail black people in the community and shit. And so for them to be like, we're going to outlaw menthols, and it's like, who smokes menthols? And it's like, oh, like 80% black people are, is, like, the target demographic of menthol cigarettes. Black people and pot smokers. Yeah, that's what I smoked uh, for years and years. I smoked menthols. And I didn't really think they went hand in hand. I mean, I liked menthol occasionally, but I didn't really think it went hand in hand with weed. Oh, I didn't necessarily think it went with weed. Um, For me, personally, I first smoked a cigarette when I'd done cocaine, and it was better with menthol cigarettes. <laughs> right? and so, I can see that. <laughs> I can taste it. Right, because they made a little nummy, and that's the exactly first time I ever cigarette. They like licked yes, it. Yes, I can imagine what that line tasted like. And, I, I could. And they handed it to me, and I took took a drag off the cigarette. My whole fucking sinuses went numb, you know, and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Crazy. Man, um, I feel that. <laughs> and it started dripping. Uh, I know. So, anyway, whenever I did smoke cigarettes, um, I tried both, but I was like, Ugh, nasty ass reds. These are gross. And so then I got a pack of menthols. Like, oh, these are better. But like our Aunt Penny smoked menthols. You know, she's like the only one I knew growing up. Uh, and she seems like a white top that would, you know, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, um, I just think it's so obvious how this is going to be mistreated, right? And then also how this presidential administration ran on this whole, they're going to decriminalize marijuana and they're going to work on cr criminal justice reform and all this stuff. And they've now been like, actually, I don't know. You know, it's just like they're going to be just worse than I don't know. I just it's so annoying. How about quit putting labels? I mean, just leave it at quit smoking. I mean, why does it got to be a particular brand? But, I mean, it's if you're going to ban them, ban them all. Yes. Or, yeah, for sure. If you're going to ban cigarettes, ban them all. I mean, there's some. Do you get more cancer from a menthol? If you do not. I think they said they're harder to quit. I think. Um, but either way. I don't know if that should be the the deciding factor. Um, part of me is like, sure, I think well, they should, can lead with that and not help the black people quit smoking. You know what right, I mean? For sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I think they should not. I mean, I think it should be fully legal uh, like they always had been myself. Now, again, I smoked cigarettes forever. Uh, I just think people should be allowed to make that choice. But I also feel that about like every most things. There's plenty of things that are banned. So, like, I mean, it, it happens where they ban stuff. Um, and. I just think it's such a slow death. It's not like banning something that's going to kill someone instantly. 
So it's like, I don't know. It feels weird to ban it, you know, or whatever. But I know it kills a lot of people, you know, all the time. Um, and this new vape world also, I think is, I think that's also, I think they're trying to ban fruit flavored vaping and shit with the menthols. I think that's a part of it that might be not being talked about as much. Um, which might help because all these kids fucking vape like crazy. Room and all smell cinnamon and cotton candy. Right. Fucking crazy. I just, I remember when I still smoked cigarettes and I would try to hit one of those. First off, everyone was like, you want to hit this shit? I'm like, uh, the thing around your neck you've been wearing all day. No, not really. Don't really want to hit that fucking thing. Um, but yeah, it all fucking tastes like pancakes and shit. And you're like, I don't, what, what the fuck is this? I was like, I'm, I want to smoke a fucking Marlboro smooth. God damn it. That's what I smoked. Um, even now think about them. Time and time. So anyway, made sure we checked on that. Um, Cigarettes and vapes just don't even feel the same to me. They're just not right. even close. I mean, I even feel the same about the vapes and, and pot. I mean, they're similar, but it, I still think flour is different. Yeah. Uh, now, maybe it's because sometimes you're smoking paper or something about that. They like I don't affects know, you a different way. But I, me, I'm just not a pre-roll fan. I don't do pre-rolls. Yeah, I roll my own. Um, but I, mean, I roll my own because I just I don't like the taste of the raw papers, I guess. Yeah, I ran out of... So we have two on the table here. I ran out of the green zigzags uh, the other day, and so I had to pull these out that I got in a gift bag or whatever. And yeah, immediately I was like, ugh. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, everyone's like, raw's the brand. It's the brand. I know, and they're all running and shit. And I was like, oh. I mean, every pre-roll you get, you waste $5. Like, I'd rather get a gram of weed and smoke... Me- Maybe I could probably get two bowls instead of, you know, right. like one. And it's guaranteed to hit and not run and be a waste of my time. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I use a roller, which um, when I first started, I was super against, right? Because I was like real cocky. And I was like, hell no, I fucking roll my own. And I used to roll these huge fucking joints. And uh, I called them hog <clears throat> legs. And so I rapped about those every once in a while. And what happened was... I got rubbed off on Powell, right? Where he thinks we're the coolest shit in the world. He's like, hog legs, hog legs. And I taught him how to roll one. And then he rolled them. And then he taught his grandparents. That's all they smoke now. So when I go up to Tulsa, all they smoke are these huge fucking joints that I, I'm sure I wasn't the first one to do it, but I was like in our little small circle started the trend. And I now roll up these little fucking roller joints. Cause I'm just, at the end of the day, they're just more efficient. You can, I mean, fucking smoke, smoke too better, if you want. Wasteless. Right. So when I go and see Powell, like, fucking half the joint gets wasted because like there'll be a fucking run in or a big old fucking solid green piece will just fall off and you're like what the f-? like yeah. i get so fucking weird but he grows so much i guess it doesn't matter to him everybody goes through the hog leg phase i mean back when quarters were 25 dollars right. shit we went through some hog legs i, I remember uh this one guy invited uh me and power over for his birthday party that he worked with at chili's maybe at applebee's one of those fucking places and he dared me to try to roll a quarter into one paper and I pulled it off and it was like this, the most epic thing. Like they just barely touched. And then I was like, now I'm going to add another paper cause it's going to fucking fall apart. But I felt like such a badass. Oh, yeah, I used I had, to be on it. I had a roommate. He could roll some weird shit. We smoked a crow's foot. It's where you got the main joint and then you got three coming out. Like cross joint style, but right. It, yeah. Like he'd that. do like crow's feet and then all this weird shit. And one time we were coming back from Dallas from a wrestling event. I didn't know how to roll at the time. I just I couldn't get it down. Right. So I opened the bag. He's like, hand me a paper. He's driving. He takes the paper, scoops that motherfucker in the bag, rolls that shit up, licks it, hands it to me and says, light it. Motherfucker smoked perfectly. I was like, bullfucking shit. Yeah. Uh, I could, man, I, it'd be really hard. I couldn't do it one handed. I'd have to like someone grab a wheel real quick. 
I no. couldn't believe it. I couldn't fucking believe it. Right. Yeah. It'd be hard. And blunts are cool. I mean, uh, you know, so I don't hate on a blunt uh, like most joint lovers do. They're fine. I just think what some people think what they're addicted to and why they're like blunts are different. It's like because there's tobacco in it and tobacco rubbed off and that's addicting. And so you're like addicted to the tobacco. It's just hard to smoke blunts when you go and they start rolling them and then they dip them in and out of their mouth. And I'm just like, I'm out. Now it gets real wet. Yeah. Uh, I remember we used to give, and I still have a freestyle. Like, I mean, I really could find it and pull it in this part of this episode here, but we'll see if I do it or not. Roll that, roll, 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 yeah, roll, 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 roll that blunt, yeah, roll it, roll, 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 J-Mac, roll, roll, we be like, J-Mac, where the Vega at, you, do you got a set, you can come pick me up, we about to blow a blunt, we gotta start by the sword, pick some damn Vegas up, no swish or sweet, he don't roll that way, oh fucking no, but the Vegas are gay, all fucking day, they run and shit, and I don't really know if have it, but Shad used to go off on J-Mac and his favorite thing in the world. And I loved it. I mean, I, to this day, it's one of my favorite memories. It, like J-Mac would walk into my, so we don't know J-Mac's training brother of mine, uh, black dude. And he talks like the black Don Vito. I mean, that was his own claim. And it's really funny. Ha <laughs> ha. I made y'all with a subtitle. So he would just walk in a room and then Shad would start battle rapping him. And be like, J Mac, your blunts are so whack. They got too much spit, so I gotta pass it back. Right? <laughs> and it was just shit like that, right? And just all the time. And I would die laughing. And it got to the point where J Mac was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if you don't quit. Cause J Mac was big, Chad was little. But it was so funny that I, I don't know, I still think about that. But he used to roll these Garcia Vegas, and that's all he would roll forever, which are already these super wet ass blunts. And then they were just slobbered all over. And then they would go out every five seconds. And it was like, bro. Can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, J Mac. He he's one of a kind. Right. Y'all need to get y'all's own J Mac. We have ours. Yeah, for sure. I, someday I might get him on the podcast. I mean, Skinny's cousin, so they they interact with each other. I've seen J Mac. You know, I went over to Skinny's and saw him and shit. But uh, having on had him on here, and I also don't know how the audio quality would be. You know, <laughs> like. It just depends. It just like depends. when he said to Black Don Vito, he ain't lying, man. Right. He's got that hazy, hard to understand sometimes. sometimes it's like almost like listening to Ozzy Osbourne. You know, you can understand him sometimes, but sometimes you don't know what the fuck he said. Right. Uh, and, you know, not all trying to talk shit. It is all love. I like Jamie McClark. Oh, but, no, not uh, at all. <laughs> just how he is. Um, anyway, I don't know how we got on joint talk, but anyway, that's our joint talk. Um, something randomly I was going to talk about is... And it's really because I'm a part of some Facebook group, I'm sure. But everyone always hating on GMOs and how, like, I just get so annoyed by it all the time. Um, and maybe I could be wrong, but to my understanding, a genetically modified organism, that's what a GMO is, there's just nothing wrong with it. And we, like, there's all, we go to all these food, you go to the grocery store, and they slap non-GMOs over everything, right? On shit that, like, GMO versions don't even exist. Like, I don't even think GMO tomatoes exist. But, like, you'll go buy a can of tomatoes and I'll say non-GMO tomatoes, shit like that. Um, and it's just really annoying because, like, GMO foods that do exist, if it wasn't for them, like, there would be starving people all over the world. Like, they can literally, they go in and 
you can change the genetics. I think on like they can go in now to like the seeds and do some shit. But it's even if you like just selectively bred over multiple generations, you can get you know seedless corn. You should like genetic. You know, like there's shit that's just genetically modified. Dogs right. are genetically modified. Yes. You know, like so. From I see people freaking out and they're like the genetically modified shit are turning people gay or or whatever their claims are. You're like. It's not even a big fucking deal. Like, it's literally saving people. It's science coming to the rescue. And uh, to my knowledge, there's no study ever that shows they're dangerous. All right. So anyway, I just for anyone that doesn't know that or you care a lot, maybe just send me a study. If you have one that shows they're dangerous, I probably won't change what I do. But uh, my diet's horrible anyway. Probably saw the FDA has a job. Yeah, for sure. They got to those goddamn government. They got to put more labels. It's kind of like the new metric system in our Oklahoma medical marijuana state. Basically, they're uh, it's called, they're having to test every single plant now versus a batch. So instead of uh, one string of thing, you know, costing you, you know, one one test per row on each batch, you know, it costs you, you know, one for each fucking plant now. Yeah, that's so. That's going to raise the price for us. Yeah, it's that's all the metric seed to sell bullshit. We were we were doing good. Shit was getting cheap. It so. was. It was finally. They was coming down. Top shelf wasn't quite where we wanted. It was getting. It was getting closer. But it's even where you can get some good mid shelf though. I mean, I'll even second. You know, toppers are a local place. I go for flour. I mean, even their top shelf's like nine dollars. That's what low shelf was when I first got my card. That's true. So I mean. Relatively, nine dollars ain't too bad. Yeah, that's like mixed up other places I've seen. Yeah, and uh, the other day I went in and it's like, oh yeah, it's thirty percent off off flower. I was like, well, hell yeah! And I was like, God yeah, I hate it. when they have it posted on this day from this time to this time. I was like, I go when I can, right? You know, it's like, damn, I just a discount, know Tuesdays, run it all day, man. Oh, see, I've never seen them do it from one time to another time. Before. Well, there's one place in town, if you work in the service industry, like the food industry, they give you fifteen percent off between two and four. Uh, I saw actually I did I do see one place that follows me on Instagram. Um, they have an early bird spot. If you come in the first two hours of the day, they'll do something. And I'm assuming it's just because they're not busy then. And so it's like I some way to drop a local dispenser today. If I'm ever strapped on cash, go on one of the review pages and give them a review and she'll give you a free pre-roll. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I mean, in fact, pre-rolls, but right. So cool. Well, so right. cool. Um, hmm. I did see a TV show ad today that looked like something you would really like. I mean, look like I would like it as well. It's on Stars. I don't have Stars. I don't. I think you can, I'm sure you can add it to Hulu or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, but it's called Hills. You should look it up. It's about wrestling, and it's got the dude from Arrow. Uh, okay. You know, he's like the main guy, and then some other guy where one of them's the hero and one's the hill. So the name of the show is Hills, and the the trailer fucking got you hyped. It's like, oh, a, by God, they bring Velocity. Uh, I hope so. Okay, me too. I hope so. We can uh, put her in a wrestling outfit. Right, but there's the whole thing of it's like some people are the heroes and some people are the heel, you know, and it all looks dramatic yeah. and shit. And uh, yeah. there's like some behind the scenes shit too, like, you know, and I was like, oh, this looks really fucking good. Now, it could be shitty. They kind of like that uh, women's wrestling. We, you uh, glow? Yeah. Yeah, Glow is fucking awesome. I'm sure they're bringing it back. Uh, me and Kubi I really been, need to rewatch the third season. I don't think I paid much attention. I think I got lost. Right. I'm sure I'll rewatch it uh, eventually before the new season comes out. Me and Kubi been rewatching Mrs. Maisel, and it's so good. You know, I'm like, fuck, oh, you know, the show's super good. But I looked up, I was like, when's the fourth season coming out? And it's like, because of COVID, they didn't start filming until like two months ago. It was like, fuck. All right. Well, it's well, going to be a while. We watched Mitchell's versus Machines the other day, and it was pretty fucking funny. 
I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's on Netflix. It's a basically a cartoon. Mm. Yeah. It was fucking good. Hell yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I, I don't watch it with cash and I've been telling Kubi we're probably gonna cancel Netflix because there's just not shit these days coming to Netflix. I was like, I think it's quietly falling off. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we it's just me. one good one the other day, but there was only one season. God damn, what was it called? Like, I don't remember. Right. I feel like we've uh, started something since we did a podcast being here, but I don't remember what it is either at the moment. Um, I have been playing this video game I'll talk about briefly called Returnal. And I just think it's really funny this the arc this game has. Now, um, it's a, a rogue type game, which just means those are the top of it's like an arcade game. Like you start the game. You go as far as you can, then you die, and you start at the beginning. It's like a high score chaser, right? In a way. Yeah. And so I'm used to these games, and they're normally just 2D games. You know, they're not normally super great graphics and shit. So they basically decided to make this game that's like that same style, but it's like a third person shooter, really good graphics, crazy alien monsters and shit. But like you can be playing for two and a half hours and you die, and your run's over. That's the end of the run. And people are mad that there's not a save feature. Now I kind they, they want like a continue explore world like keep going or I think they want to they should have been able to save it somewhere so when they die they can always start back at that point but the developers have been pretty clear of like that's not the point of how and other things I've played almost all these deve- this developers previous games so I know this is how a lot of them are they're really hard and shit um, but yes yeah, so people are mad now the problem is. It would make sense to you because some older, even like Nintendo 64 games have a save feature where you can do a one time save. And as soon as you it loads, it deletes it. And so I think that would be fine because then say you played two and a half hours, you got to go somewhere. You can save and then come back later, load yeah, it. But once you put two and a half hours in a game, come on in. And right. So I think they are probably working on that feature. But now what the way people can take advantage of that is when someone does that, they could do that. Then they could go and load it up to the cloud, that save, continue their game. When they die, go to the cloud, download it, overwrite that other one on their console. So people already are ready for that to come out so they can cheat it. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, well, like how many hours does it take to beat one of these? Um, well, it's one of those games where you just get good. Like once you're really good, you can do a run maybe like three hours, maybe to beat the whole thing, you know. But like at first you fucking suck and you are playing really slow. And like to me, I have no anger about it. I mean, I had that like brief moment of like, God damn, I can't believe I fucking died. That, I mean, you kind of knew that going in. Right. I, mean, I was aware that, of the type of game, right? And so I think I'm a little uh, cooler about it. Now, I've seen a lot of people get mad. Now, today, what's super funny I think about it is so people wanted this save file. Today, they released the patch or yesterday they did. Today, it happened where it corrupted a bunch of people's saves and deleted all their save files. <laughs> so everyone wants a this little save, but instead this patch wiped everyone's shit. And if you logged in at some certain time, I didn't. So I think I'm good now. It wouldn't even bother me if they wiped mine. Cause again, for the most part, you just restart. Like there's a few things that you keep permanently. So like, there's like a couple items that unlock chests. And if so, if you get those on a run and you die, you still get to keep those. Okay. You know, like, so there's little things like that, but not like huge. You don't get this, you know, keep going, but they have these daily runs which are really fucking hard, but it's like everyone in the world, you know, that wants to play it that day can. There's special challenges, and they give you these guns that are like, I don't know, like level 20 or whatever, right? And the furthest I've gotten on guns are like level six. So my guns are like, they're cool, and sometimes we get some alien looking guns, but they're all normal. But then when you play the daily challenges, it's like, oh, you shoot these, and it sets up um, like uh, totems on the ground, and if those connect, they make a, an electric 
connector between them, right? So you can like shoot them at two walls and then you make like a trip wire basically and shit. So like the guns get all fucking crazy and it's like this bullets go through people and they're made out of acid. And I'm like, well, now I'm going to keep playing because I want to get to the cool fucking guns, but I'm really not that good at it to get that far yet you know yeah but again I, I love this game called binding of isaac i remember your son played it on his game boy because i watched him one day and i was like so cool you bought play that game because i love that game and i'm so used to this where like you would play and play and play and you die and it's like fuck and you play and play and it's just it's all random it's what weapons you come across and what power-ups you get and uh mix you, you know some of your have you ever done one of them daily runs to try to snatch one of them guns Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've been doing them every day where I get to use them. Okay. Like, you get to use them for that run. But then when your daily runs up, it's like, all right, you're done. You know, oh. there's it ain't an item you get to keep. No, no, you don't. Okay. Get, you don't get to keep it. Um, It's just for like, see, how good today I actually got like in the twenty five hundred or so was my rank, um, which is my highest. Yeah. But only like five thousand people done it. And I think it was because there was that whole warning of, hey, don't log on or you're going to ruin your save. I didn't see that. And I logged on and my save was fine. So um, who knows? Whenever they had like 12,000 people on, I was like at 8,000, you know, so I'm still a little underneath uh, the bottom half of players. Some people like today, a guy lost his save because I'm on the Reddit and within seven hours, he beat the game like even after his save was wiped. So he restarted. It's like that's really quick. I mean, if I paid seven dollars for a game and I beat it in seven hours, I'd be fucking pissed, you know, so it's like. For me, I'm glad I'm not fucking good at it and it's going to beat my ass and it's going to take me a while to get good at this shit, you know? Hell if, yeah. So I think there's just different ways to look at it. And people, like I said, because it's the first big PS5 game to come out, people are throwing a big fit about it for, you know, because I think a lot of people bought it that didn't know what the fuck it was going to be like, whereas then I was like fully aware. So does PS5 like just not have a lot of games out at the moment? Uh, Non-exclusive ones. I mean, they have ones that are uh, on the PS4 also and the PS5 or that are on the Xbox and the PS5, but they're this is the first one or since launch. The first one since launch, it's just a PS5 game. Okay. So I think uh, this week, Resident Evil 8's coming out. A lot of people are excited about that. Never fucking played them. And I have no excitement. I listen to these podcasts that are like all excited. I'm like, you know what I want to do last get fucking scared by a video game. There's nothing about that. That sounds fun to me. I don't get the appeal. They're like, I'm gonna make a dark and I'm going to play a game that makes me fucking want to throw my controller. I just don't, I don't get it. I must've never looked into these games. Yeah. There's a, I played one called outlast. I know they exist like resident evil. I guess I didn't know it got that brutal. Well, I think um, they're in the middle, like four and a five. They got real actiony, but beginning and end now coming back, they're trying to make it creepy. And I just don't like this whole like you come around the corner, it triggers something that pops out at you, and yeah, you're like, oh my God, I don't like that shit. So why are we <laughs> doing it? I'm actually another reason I really like Kubi, besides the fact she's allergic to cats, so we never have to own one, is that she does not like horror movies, and I don't either. So I'm like, thank God, I never have to fucking waste my time oh, watching my that. My wife loves them. Most women seem to, and I've always been like, fuck, I hate them. So, um, and I know I have some listeners out there that fucking love the horror movies. So, I mean, y'all can have them. I just never understood the appeal. Uh, just doesn't do it for me because the story's always trash and it's always about like scaring you. And I'm like, I don't care about being scared. It's not at all what I want. Um, all right. Um, I think that's about just about all i have uh i have a couple other random podcast recommendations i could make which um there's this podcast called knockback it might be called like last stand media knockback or something like that because the company makes it um but today i listened to one and they done south park the movie that they came out with and it just made me like so fucking nostalgic for south park that i'm like yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna start on hbo max i'm gonna watch all of them 
I'm going to have to because it's I love the fucking movie longer, bigger, uncut. It, that was my introduction to it because I didn't have Comedy Central. So when yeah. I got when I saw the movie, I was like, this is amazing. And the soundtrack was awesome as the best songs like Kyle's mom's Big Fat Bitch. <laughs> Big Fat <laughs> Bitch is the whole world. Uh, this is good, good stuff. So, yeah. um, anyway, I recommend that podcast because they have cool nostalgic throwbacks like that that gets me uh, excited. And then uh, This American Life is an NPR program that every week I'm like, I don't want to download this episode. It's going to, you know, it's too well made and it's an adult program. You know, I don't know. I just have this idea of like, it's like talk radio. But every time I download and listen, I'm like, that was fucking amazing. And I wish we made anything half as good. Because, <laughs> like, you know, it's like researched and journalists and like real stories and interviews. And you're like, that's really fucking good. So I just, you know, if anyone's out there, because I know we have some that just sit at home all day or they're dashing, you know, they need shit to listen to. It's uh, always like a pretty touching little story every week. So. Uh, oh yeah, recommend that one. I think my wife got into the crime scene ones. Oh yeah, they're those are huge. The so, crime podcast. I don't have any that I listen to, but also that's not something that necessarily interests me, right? Coopy yeah. uh, will listen to like some, watch some serial killer Netflix shit, and I'm, I'm like, it's okay. I've done some of that, but like I was telling my wife last night, it's like some of that stuff just rehashes the same shit, and I'm just like. Provide some new fucking information, man. You already told right. us this the last three episodes. Yeah, I I completely see that. It gets so frustrating. It's like, it's almost the same exact clip, just put further down in the film. What I'm going to listen to eventually is called, uh, let me see if I even have it on my list. Um, it's about voter fraud. Like some people dove into like voter fraud in America and so they made a podcast about it. But it's like the something committee, the improvement committee. Yeah. No, the Improvement Association. So once I'm feeling political again, I'm a good dive in and listen to all that shit to figure out this voter fraud truth. Oh, hell. So, so we'll see. Um, and then my favorite podcast lately, and I let Brad Sirex know because I thought he would also really enjoy it. And then he had to go fucking post a picture comparing me and the guy because we do look all alike. And uh, I always said he is kind of like an older gay me um, because we look similar and I mean, I wish I was as good as Tim Dillon. That that's a guy, the Tim Dillon show or the Tim Dillon podcast, what the fuck it's called. Uh, he's a gay comedian who's on Joe Rogan show. And so he, you know, gets quite a bit of uh, fame these days. He's decent at stand up, not really that good, but he has a really good fucking podcast where he just goes on and fucking rants and fucking, you know, goes crazy about shit. And he can call people like faggots and he'd be like, what are you going to do? I'm a faggot. You know, and he's just so fucking funny. Like whenever he's saying it, not saying I would call anyone that, um, but he's just really good. Uh, Oh, yeah. He went to war with uh, that the episode I recommended Brad Lissu first was when he goes to war with these Airbnb women, some lesbians with this Airbnb, Joshua Tree, and they got him kicked off Airbnb for making threats. So then he just harassed them on a podcast or whatever, like kind of fucked up, but it was really funny. And so I really enjoyed Tim Dillon's podcast. I listen to it every Sunday while I grocery shop and I fucking giggle to myself while people probably stare at me all funny because I'm like, I just can't hold it in most days. Well, you're at Walmart. They probably think you're laughing at how they got out of bed once you probably are too. Right. Um, I actually saw your wife last week at Walmart um, and I see her every once in a while and I didn't recognize her last week at first because her hair is fucking super blonde. Yes. And I was like, oh, fuck. What the hell yeah. happened there? Oh, yeah. She changed. And then... uh I noticed, like, I didn't say hi, and I kind of felt bad. I was like, well, she didn't say hi, so, I mean, what's the fucking matter? <laughs> so that she was says, my thought. Like, yeah, she goes, I guess it's a thing. I guess uh, me and uh, your cousin both kind of shop Sunday morning or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been doing it for years, so yeah. she's approaching my block, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, all right. 
Um, I think that's about all I got. You got anything else for Gaddy? Well, she's had to change her grocery shopping schedule because of my car situation. Oh, I see. Once I bought this damn car, paid cash, you know, I've got to drive it like twice. Yeah, it's been some bullshit. Mechanic called last night. It's a fucking head gasket job. So it's looking like I'm probably going to be out another two grand. So I don't know where I'm going to hustle this shit from. Right. You're going to start dashing or some shit. Well, hell, uh, fucking when I get called in there, almost every shift at my job is fucking hard. Hell, I had to delete a dash yesterday morning. Right. Well, uh, we got Mac V back in the Discord. Uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. He's dashing up in Ponca City making bank, he said. So maybe you just got to change cities oh, yeah. for the dashing. So They say if you dash up in the Norman area, I just don't think I'd like driving up there, though. Right. That stressed me the fuck out. Right. I hate driving up there. Uh, tell me about it. When I go with Coopy, I try to make her drive. I'm like, my wife don't. Yeah. My wife acts like she's a better driver. So you know what, guy, fellas? I let her think it. And then guess what? I sat in the passenger seat. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, road it, trips, kick my feet up, kick back. She's right. got to pay attention. I kind of don't know. Nod off. Right. I mean, that if we're going to Norman, because my wife's from there, she will drive there, you know. Um, but th- if it's night or if it's raining or anything like that, like I have to drive, you know. So we know at the end of the day. But uh, or like when we were on our honeymoon, I think I drove all but like two hours of this, like 20 hours of driving. Or some shit. My so. wife says when we go on family trips, I drive like a grandpa. Says then she sees me driving all over town delivering, and I fucking haul it ass. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, to me, that's I, when I'm at work because I do drive as well, and I'm not even on a timer. But like, I'm just in fucking work mode, so I'm like, we're hitting that speed limit as fast as possible, <laughs> you know. And I don't, I don't try to speed too much, but I'm like fucking getting up and going right. right. And then whenever I'm like off or I'm just driving around, like I don't give a fuck. I ain't trying to get a speeding ticket. Let's chill right. out. What's the big deal? Yeah. I mean, she, she makes fun of me all the time. She says I drive like a grandpa, so she don't want I mean, I personally, and maybe this is sexist, in my experience being in a car with a female who drives fast, feel very uncomfortable and in danger. Actually. So, I mean, maybe your wife is good enough at driving that you feel all right, but I'm always like, oh, shit, handling, imaginary, braking. Nah, man, I'm, it's actually pretty chill when my wife drives. I've, I've been in a car like you have right. with, with some women, and I just I don't want to ever be back in. Right. But no, nah, man, all, my wife's cool behind the wheel. She grew up with a uh, grew up with a racing family. I see, I see. Well, that's good. She uh, she's a little skilled behind the wheel. A little skilled behind the wheel. Y'all know what that means, fellas. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, she's in the driver's seat. I don't know what to tell you. Well, you know if that's what you're into. You know, hey, man, it's easier. I had an opinion in my first marriage. Right. I mean, you live and you learn. Hell yeah. Um, so it's easier to say yes, man, and fucking argue about it and run half my night, and I get to go smoke faster. For sure. For sure. Uh, Fuck. You got any kids doing summer school? One probably should. Right. I shouldn't know if that's a thing now. Because like I said, I just learned recently. That's well, the whole thing. Well, uh, I know, but uh, at the time, the school she goes to didn't offer summer school, because I have asked about it before. Let's see. But with the... Wonderful um, custody arrangement. The summers, summer schedule. Right. You know they get extra time. I couldn't guarantee she could, she would go. Right. It's a good point. I mean, there's nothing I could do about it, unless the state stepped in and said, "Hey, she has to go to school." But there wasn't nothing I could do. Right. Because she technically wouldn't be in my custody at those times. I mean, it's a periods of time throughout the summer. 
that she wouldn't be and I couldn't make her go to school. So I don't know how I'd do that. Right. Crazy world when you'd have to worry about that. But <laughs> well, it is what it is. That's I mean, that's part of life. I mean, that, that's just the truth of life. Right. Um, all right, man. I guess I'm gonna get off here. I'm going to Warica tomorrow is my plan. Go see my folks. Hell yeah. My grandmother apparently they live streamed uh a church sermon from their phone to their TV and got it stuck there and don't know how to get back to normal TV. So I gotta go over there and figure that out. They've unhooked their TV and brought their old one back out because they can't figure it out. So I have a feeling I plug it in, it's because it's been unplugged, it's just gonna go back to normal and they're I'm not gonna explain to them what happened, but Maybe we can recreate it and figure it out. I don't know. It's going to be a whole fucking thing. But they hit me up last week and I go, well, I actually plan on coming down next weekend. So I'll, I'll stop by and Hell yeah. <laughs> look at it. But uh, I thought that was quite humorous. Well, when this comes out, I hope all you mothers enjoy Mother's Day. And, right. Uh, have a good time. Hope you got a dinner or two. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to purchase thing except for like my mom right but like right. you know i could get koopy gets a dog mom gift but i didn't and it's probably too late so <laughs> we'll see what i can figure out hell yeah all right well all peace right. man peace